man groped by Lauren Bober during frisky Beetlejuice date, owns gay-friendly bar that hosts drag shows. Folks, it's the hypocrite corner. The Rathoglicans are back at it. Hypocrite. This guy likes drag queens and hand jobs. And boobies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and weird over-the-pants hand jobs. <laughs> no, I'll be totally honest. There's a lot of uh, talk about how hot and sexy Lauren Boebert is. And I maintain my case. She's busted. She's ugly. I think, I think it's more sexy in action than in okay, look. Okay, th- fine. She's still busted. And I wouldn't see Beetlejuice. <laughs> I don't know. If I, I don't know if I can like visualize her. You, you, but you would see Beetlejuice with like a Tulsi Gabbard type. All right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. When you when you put it that way, you always have to compete on the level of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty crazy to uh, go to like a really like they were getting. Like, the people behind them kept tapping on their shoulder and being like, can you shut the fuck up? And then they start sucking each other off. So, like, that's really pretty bold. Yeah, they got kicked out for vaping. That's <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. Which, I don't know, because I, I vape in movie theaters all the time, and it's like, they've never kicked me out, so I don't know. Do you just blow it straight up? No. Yeah, but that, isn't that what they were doing? It's like a local production of Beetlejuice. It's just some guy... <laughs> Like, the sandworm is yeah. kicking you out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like five guys and a big worm. And you know that Lauren Lauren Boebert and whoever the hell she's dating, they're the generation of people who are big into, like, box mods okay. for vaping. Like... No, that yeah. is the problem. This guy yeah. is definitely yeah. blowing clouds. Clouds, yeah, absolutely. He's going, <laughs> Oh, dude, that's so funny. He's got an ohm meter. <laughs> Going to dinner with a woman, yeah. bringing out your own meter and Dude. putting it on the table before the before the vape even clears out of the air. You have her hand, you have your hand down her shirt, oh, yeah. from her collar. That is such a crazy move. It was like you a can't first go all date. All the way up the dress to get to the table. All right, fine. All right, I guess I'm I guess I'm exposing myself as a bit of a prude here, <laughs> but I'll be honest, I would be offended if I saw these people. Sucking each other off in front of me. I'd be like... <laughs> I'd like it. <laughs> You'd like it? Yeah. Well... Come with me and... <laughs> I'd be like, my life's so boring. <laughs> You'd, be... You'd be jealous? No, I don't think so. I'd be, I'd be like, God, why am I a Beetlejuice? <laughs> I don't even uh, like this. Speaking of, of of crazy crowds, did you see a Patriots fan crazy uh, got crowds. one punch man? <laughs> one a, punch man. A, Didn't he man? die? Yeah, that's, yeah, he died. Suited. So a Patriots fan got one punched to death by a <laughs> Dolphins fan at a the I think it was is, a Dolphins game. <clears throat> when I, I don't uh, know where Gillette Stadium is, if that's the north or the south. When this was first, uh, you know, told to me before. Dolphins fan, I was like, Eagles fan, obviously. Good punches, yeah. Good punches. Strong punches. A yeah. steel worker hopped up on steel reserve. <laughs> a union guy. A union guy hopped up on steel reserve. You could take you could take a country with those guys. Uh-huh. But no, a uh, uh, Florida man, you might say. Hopped up on cocaine. <laughs> as they all do in Miami. 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 <laughs> Doug Burgum texted me. What guy is that? He's the Montana governor that's running for president. Hey, you're getting Doug Burgum text. What the Dude, fuck did you donate to? I, I don't. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. 
Bernie's getting fast and loose with that donation. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I donated to Ilan Omar. <laughs> She's raising money for Doug Perkins. Well, I, I just feel like... <laughs> my good friend Doug. They might be more scrupulous with my email. Less scrupulous, rather. I. Uh, he says he's going to fix this crazy economy. Imagine all the fucked up, stupid websites we have to go on for this podcast. They probably somehow have our email for That's that. probably true. I'm getting shitloads of WinRed emails and texts now because I got... I'm technically a WinRed donor because I <laughs> bought because me and Danny <laughs> these hats and beer koozies from Perry Johnson. <laughs> and what did the beer koozie say on it again? I identify as non-Biden, Harry. <laughs> Woo! And the hat says... Uh, Danny gets defunded, the yeah. FBI, and I got abolished because uh, <laughs> Danny's always into neoliberal half measures. That's true, yeah. I really want to reform the FBI. Yeah, they call him Reformist Dan. <laughs> we, I think if we just got some new guys in there, we can really <laughs> turn it around. Yeah, one day Matt's going to kill him with an ice pick after I have a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> you, missed the, you missed the best part, though, about the beer cozies, the non-Bidenary beer koozies. Oh, yeah, regular beer doesn't fit <laughs> they, in them. They only fit... Tall boys, like but then not tall boys, yeah, not no. tall boys, like the skinny tall boys, ones, skinny like seltzer, yeah, man. like a white claw or, or yeah, mostly Mick, seltzers, or like a Michelob. <laughs> no beer that's like drinkable comes in one of those cans. <laughs> and Joe, uh, it cost a grand total of uh, how much? They were a dollar each. The scam, <laughs> the scam being, if you buy one, then you're technically have donated, and then he can go to the debate stage. And it didn't no, work. Even right? even the Republican Party, a party of buy and for, like you know, shady door to door salesmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, no. yeah, probably not. Well, there's bad. another debate, right? Can he get on the next one? Uh, I think they've banded together to say no. You cannot. <laughs> on the debate stage, you weirdo. Vivek should start uh, being really into him instead of Trump. They're keeping a proud man out of this debate. It's not fair. It's not right. Perry Johnson started 72 companies. Did I, he? Yeah, I mean, that's what his Wikipedia says. His Wikipedia says he started 72 companies. Yeah, he says he's an American entrepreneur. <laughs> which, I, like, thinking about it now, that's the wrong amount of companies to start. I feel like you're supposed to have, like, two or a few. three. Yeah. And one carries you yeah. all the way. 72, huh? He's diversifying his portfolio. Well, he's going <laughs> to work one day. <laughs> he's a scrappy kid from New York, he's he rules. The... He's probably not from New York. Where's he from? Uh, who cares? Let's find out. The Let's find out. Folks. <laughs> yeah, he's listed as a uh, gypsy and roaming man. <laughs> <laughs> now his job says writer. Okay, what? Who does he write for? I, he does. I don't think he does. He, he writes, writes short stories. He probably writes books called like The Money Theory. <laughs> he's, he's from Dalton, Illinois. Uh, oh, it's pronounced, Dalton. It's huh? pronounced Dalton. But it's spelled Dalt. Yeah, D O L T O N. Dolstown. <laughs> Perry Johnson doesn't even get a mention on the Dalton, Illinois Wikipedia page. <laughs> 72 companies. I went to Dalton and nobody knew you. <laughs> really pretty pathetic. Yeah, uh, that sucks. I almost feel bad for him. Look how happy he looks. He's like a little ventriloquist dummy. He is so want... scary. What he, the fuck? He looks like a puppet. He looks like Jigsaw. Some men look like puppets. If he had the makeup on, he would look exactly like Jigsaw. He's written several books on international quality control standards and certification. Oh, 
Okay, that sounds really interesting. Oh my god, he was a Republican candidate for governor of Michigan in 2022, but was disqualified due to fraudulent ballot signatures. Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one British grenadier unit on the left. I am your host, Lord Captain Viceroy Joe. (laughs) I'm cruising Dan. Cruising Dan. I'm your Uncle Fred with only two fingers. (laughs) Veteran of the grenadier unit. Oh, right. Our greatest sniper. (laughs) (laughs) We have a wonderful show for you folks this week, and we're going to start with a return, a homecoming return, one could call it, to PJ Media. That's right, Joe. Penis Job Media, as we like to call it on this program. I would never call it such things. Oh, I call it a lot, buddy. Yeah, that's true. You're getting sued for slander. (laughs) I'm joining them immediately. I'm betraying you (laughs) as soon as I can. That would really piss me off, man. Yeah. I don't. This podcast would be in jeopardy if you did that, dude. <laughs> it's not over. <laughs> we still meet and do yeah. this. We're in the litigation. <laughs> They're calling it the betrayal of the century. <laughs> that is what they would call that, by the way. CNN, CNN reporting on the biggest betrayal that's ever <laughs> taken place. Um, I would just like to uh, say to listeners, welcome back. Uh, welcome back. Uh. It hasn't been that long, so... Hasn't been that long, and you don't pay us for this. <laughs> we took a nice summer vacation. Yeah. Now we're That's back very to true. the old grind. Lovely. We're back to the old grind, folks. Busier than ever, but recording this podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right, so uh, let's, uh, let's, let's get back on track here. Let's, let's uh, hit up Penis Job Media. Um, and we're reading a guy... I don't think that I've seen this guy before. <laughs> <laughs> uh no i i would remember him yeah, that's what I, this is a new guy yeah i feel i feel like um i read his name for the first time about an hour he ago he sounds like a member of the beach boys <laughs> yeah so we got uh <laughs> we got an article the morning briefing laser focus trump finally ready to debate dot 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 Meghan Markle. Well, it would make for wonderful television. <laughs> well, sure, of course. If Meghan Markle would step up to the challenge. Honestly, they need a media hit right now. <laughs> I think the general consensus is, eh, I don't care. <laughs> none other than Steven Cruiser. <laughs> Spelled with a K. <laughs> He's cruising, folks. He's cruising. The metaphor, folks, is not lost on us. He's at the park at night, whistling... <laughs> Spinning around, I, how, what do you? How do you? How do, what do you do when you're cruising? What's you know, the what's the sign that you're cruising? So straight, I don't even know. Right. <laughs> Next time I make a Starfield character, this is a great name <laughs> for Cruiser. Cruiser. It is a sci-fi style yeah, name, exactly. isn't it? Any listeners ever picked up someone cruising? Let us know how you knew. <laughs> yeah. How'd you tell? How'd you know they were cruising? This sounds like a named signs. a named guy in Dune who dies. <laughs> No, literally, Stephen Cruiser. <laughs> so we got Stephen Cruiser, folks, and Penis Job Media. And as I like to do for all these guys, I like to read their little uh, their little author bio that they all write themselves. 
uh, that goes at the end of all these. But, uh, you know, you get a little bit of his personality before you get into it, right? A taste, a flavor. A, a little flavor. Uh, PJ Media senior columnist and associate editor Stephen Cruiser is a professional stand-up comic. Everyone is a professional stand-up. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. We are professional stand-up comedians. Yeah. Writer and recovering political activist who uh -huh. edits and writes PJ's Morning Briefing, a.k.a. the greatest political newsletter in America. I don't know. Wow. a little taste of his comedy no, there. Who's the K.A. there, buddy? <laughs> it's, Whoa. it's easy to call yourself a professional stand-up comedian just because, like, you know, like, where's, yeah. like, where's the line for that? Now like, do you have to have a Netflix special to be considered, considered a professional stand-up comedian? No, we're professional stand-up <laughs> comedians because... Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, we do this i'll tell people that we have we have more we have probably more fans than like you know this guy does you you do two like corporate dinners a year you're a professional stand-up comedian <laughs> this is very true and that, he, i mean he probably does doing corporate shows for facebook that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, making like that's making like millions of dollars a year on this he's on the same speaking circuit hillary clinton is don't tell them that <laughs> And coming up next, Matt. <laughs> All right, guys, how you feeling tonight? All right, let's get into it. What's the vibe? What's the energy? Can I get a hello? Dude, how hard is it to follow up Hillary Clinton? No, it's actually really easy. She, yeah, really she doesn't really get the crowd very hard. Not really. It's all name with her. She has no, no, <laughs> does so not true. know how to work the crowd. She so always bombs. She has no new material. <laughs> she tried to start a wave at the last one. At the last one we were at. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Didn't didn't land. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's continue on here. His latest book, Straight Out of Feelings, which I can only imagine, folks, is the Straight Out of Compton thing but with feelings like gender i like the idea that that movie like was coming out and he's like oh that's perfect for the name for my book and it took him like five more years <laughs> his latest book straight out of feelings is a humorous exploration of how the 2016 election made him enjoy politics more than he ever had before what more than like voting for mitt romney yeah i guess so I, he just had so much fun with it on the internet posting with his friends i'm guessing well that you know me too buddy <laughs> yeah you <laughs> wrote a book about how much fun he had posting with his friends i'm sure that's what it I is love posting with my friends. <laughs> uh when not being a reclusive writer, Cruiser has had the honor of entertaining United States troops all over the world. Follow on Getter, MeWe, Gab, and Parlor. So that's MeWe. <laughs> There's a new sneak one in every fucking week. That's so, that's so fucking accurate. They're, they're like, TikTok is a Chinese spyware. <laughs> MeWe, however. Yeah, come find me on Shangdong Provincial Forum. It's <laughs> where all the Patriots post. Yeah. Chinese websites in the same way that like right-wing uh, apps turn into ISIS recruiting grounds, Chinese websites turn into Republican recruiting grounds. Yeah. Republicans get really into posting on like, you know, what's the Chinese one? Weibo or whatever, Weebe. <laughs> I, I guess Bewe probably. Yeah, that's that's their social media and <laughs> like Republicans start speaking in like proverbs and shit. <laughs> Like, the bird sings not because it has something to say, <laughs> but because it yeah. sings a song. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump talking like that. Oh, the lotus. We love the lotus, folks. That, 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 that's his ascension. That's when he becomes too powerful. 
Don't we love to marvel at the lotus, folks? So someone <laughs> describes meditation to him, and he does it, and he's instantly floating. <laughs> like, I can shoot a fireball. <laughs> when I think of patience, I think of the lotus. I, I, I ponder the simple lotus. Take for a moment the lotus in the pond. We love the lotus, folks. Donald Trump, since leaving office, has been seen tending to a bonsai garden. <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing those little wooden slippers, and he's got the little rake. Exactly. He's doing rock art. Wearing like he's wearing like a loose pants. No, dude, if if he if he was wearing one of those Japanese robes, he it would probably be really pretty good. becoming. Yeah, it would be very like it would. It would drape well. over his body a lot better than a suit would. He's <laughs> bound Baron's feet and made him a geisha. <laughs> no, he's bound. He'd bind Eric. <laughs> Baron is obviously his like true successor. He's Bill. He's made him yeah. nine feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> Crouching Donald, hidden Baron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very true. <laughs> okay, but uh, that that last uh, that last line in there where he says he has had the honor of entertaining U.S. troops all over the world, that must be where he says he's a professional comedian. You know what I mean? He's just like a popular conservative journalist, and he's like, yeah, I'll do comedy for the troops. He's doing USO <laughs> tours to <laughs> Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah. He's getting his dress blown up by a, by a sewer grate yeah. for the troops. Anything for our boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, so that's uh, that's a little taste uh, of Steven Cruiser here, folks. He starts out. I feel ready to cruise. <clears throat> we f- <laughs> are you, you guys ready to cruise? Are you ready to cruise? <laughs> I'm ready to cruise. Top of the briefing. Happy Thursday, dear Cruiser morning briefing friends. Dertentio knew that his days as a gondolier were numbered when he discovered the unbridled joy of competitive clam shucking. What? <laughs> I'm not a... Oh, he's this kind of Republican. (laughs) (laughs) Dertentio. Yeah, yeah. Is that his boy? Who's Uh, that? I think we ought to kill this guy. (laughs) This guy sucks. I will say a cruiser morning briefing (laughs) sounds like a fallout radio station. (laughs) Yeah, it does, yeah. It's run by a guy called Cruiser. (laughs) (laughs) And it plays, you know, Elvis songs. (laughs) Uh... A lot of former President Donald Trump's most ardent devotees are already irritated with me for my Tuesday column, and I'm not going to be getting uh, any lunch invitations from them after today. Damn, he got disinvited from lunch? <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Let's you are see. no longer invited to Republican lunch. Hey, buddy, <laughs> you can go to Mission Barbecue with us. Yeah. They don't dude, take reservations. They don't need, you don't, you can always get a seat, man, and the, the brisket is always incredible. You sit next to a dead troop. Yeah, no matter what. You're sitting next to a dead troop. You steal cool pins from the wall. (laughs) So I guess. You like to dine with the dead? (laughs) It is really macabre how many dead people they have on the wall in the Mission Barbecues. They should have like a 9 11 special. (laughs) The cups used to be 9 11 cups. I remember we have a bunch of 9 11 cups somewhere. Mine's gone. Yeah. If you buy a large soda at Mission Barbecue, you, you, you they'd call you a first responder. Yeah, now it's just generic first responder themed. You get to buy <laughs> your way into being a first responder. It used to be a nine eleven never forget cup. Yeah. Well, uh, apparently a lot of uh, a lot of people are angry about him about his Tuesday column, which he's, is titled "The GOP is in danger of becoming the Pac-12 of political parties." I'm not really sure what that means. I don't really care. I'm not going to read it. Furious. Everyone's mad at him. 
and he's yeah. not getting invited invited to lunches. Also talks about Sertentio in that article. Everyone's <laughs> mad at him about that. No one knows what he's talking about. Everyone thinks he's being dumb. Sertentio, a recurring character, a recurring character. He's trying to get take off. Yeah, it's like, well, Stephen, I like the word of the day calendar. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> the 2023 version of Donald Trump perplexes me. Yeah, I know he's under a lot of pressure from the commie Democrat witch hunt that's perverting the legal system to interview, interfere with the 2024 election and keep him off the ballot. That is taken into consideration every time he does something that I find to be tedious or nonsensical and given weight as a mitigating factor. It is, of course, the oh Democrats' fault when he does something annoying. <laughs> He'd be normal otherwise. <clears throat> I understand this is, that. This is a guy that loved Trump a lot and then started to realize how much of a little queen he is. Like, he started to pick up on the little mannerisms. It's not based enough. It's not based. Yeah, who's, that, who's that guy I really like on Twitter? Couldn't tell you. It's like Republican Anderson Cooper, and then he suddenly dyed his hair, like, shockingly black. Oh, yeah! Oh. No, I don't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about Yeah, now. our friend. Who's our friend? <laughs> yeah, our buddy. Wow, his name's on the it. tip of my tongue. Didn't address I totally it at all. Yeah, yeah. That, that was Mitchell. great. Bill Mitchell? Yes, Bill Mitchell. Yes, Bill Mitchell, go. yes. Uh, me and Matt's good friend, Bill Mitchell. <laughs> we see him regularly. No, exactly. He, uh, <laughs> you see him that, regularly? That dyed your hair thing is was literally a gag they did on the nanny. <laughs> <laughs> like the butler had gray hair, and then one day just dyed his hair shockingly black. <laughs> so I've always looked like this. Yes. <clears throat> Didn't he keep his uh, eyebrows black? Mitchell? Yeah. Remember he dyed his hair white again after he made it black, but kept the oh, eyebrows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what we said. He was soft-launching the eyebrows. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Well, honestly, Biden literally went bald in front of America on C-SPAN and then got hair plugs. He yeah. returned with hair. Yeah. Nobody cares either. People love that. In the first season of Curb, uh, Ted Danson is, like, balding and, like, ugly. <laughs> Such then, a shame. Like on the second or third season, when they bring Ted Danson back, he's beautiful again, <laughs> and he's like, "Larry, I've come to kill you." <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, he's in the second episode. He looks completely different. It, uh, Larry fucks him over in like the first season of Curb, and then it's just nine seasons of Ted <laughs> Danson getting his revenge. That's awesome. I hope they get RFK Jr. to come on. <laughs> that would be that so, would be so sick. There are all these pictures of Larry at their wedding. Yeah, wasn't he? Uh, wasn't he a classic Larry David style to RFK too? What? I think he was like uh, kind of a dickhead to him. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. I don't, You're marrying I, my I wife. I remember reading something. <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> I was. I actually had an invite. It was a lovely event. Yeah. Tartar was served. Is that right? Matt loves yeah. tartar. I love tartar. Can never eat tartar again thanks to this flesh-eating illness going around the seas. You're so Livia Soprano. Like, you know, there's a, there's a thing. I'm, it's coming to kill you. <laughs> no, you I'm just. Eat fish. I'm really afraid of flesh eating viruses specifically. I always have been. So if it was anything else, I'd be like blah blah. But it's since it's flesh eating. You're afraid of a lot of things, really specifically. <laughs> yeah, and they've it's been true. forever. Yeah. I saw a man without a face on the TV when I was a kid. It, it, his flesh was eaten. <laughs> a flesh-eating man without a face and an iron lung. You're they actually, <laughs> they actually, they Turning portray him on South Park. Oh, you don't like our candles? No, or, I like them too much, and I want to have them forever. Our eternal <laughs> flames. Yeah, I saw the faceless man. So you saw the faceless man? 
Yeah, and I... So you, you, you actually saw him? Yeah, on TV, on the Ripley's Believe It or Not show, I think it was. Oh, they, it, believe it or not, this guy's face it, got fleshy? It might not have been Believe It or Not. It might have been, like, on the same channel. Fair. Believe, because it's... <laughs> Welcome to Ripley's or Not. All right, all right. <laughs> Is it Ripley's? <laughs> Is it Ripley's? Yes or no? Okay. <laughs> Ripley Man? <laughs> Speaking of the Ripley Man... All right, so uh, whatever he said in the last paragraph, who cares? It was really annoying. He used really annoying words. What's bothering me? What's bothering me now, and I've written about this a lot, is that the Donald Trump running around this year is not the same guy I would have walked through fire to vote for just three short years ago. Heck, I was probably still in firewalk mode at the end of last year when he first announced his 2024 run. After the midterm disaster, I wrote that the Republicans who were blaming Trump for the failed candidates needed to knock it off. Yeah, it is sad when that happens. <laughs> so the Democrats are having the same problem with Joe Biden now. Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, they lose a little bit more every, every year, yeah. right? Well, Biden's a little bit faster than a year, I think. Uh, but, you know, Trump is finally catching up there now. Oh, so, man. And the big problem with both of them is when the decline <laughs> starts, it is steep. <laughs> it is noticeable immediately. Yeah, and... I mean, Joe Biden's no longer the salty sea dog who yelled at Paul Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Donald Trump is no longer the uh, conniving Machiavellian genius <laughs> who uh, outsmarted Hillary in the yeah, debates. Who said Jeb Cruz sucks. <laughs> that's that's very true. Uh, and whichever one of them is president next is going to be four more years of senility, uh, and it's going to be pretty crazy. I think it's, it's wild that Vivek thinks uh, he'll be VP. It's like you're you're taking way too much spotlight from Trump. Vivek thinks he's going to be VP. I think so. Mm. I think he's running to try and be the VP. Mm. But he'll probably just pick some normal, boring person. Yeah, that's his MO. He'll pick, like, the Republican governor of Yellowstone or something. We love Yellowstone. <laughs> we love Yellowstone. We love Bear. <laughs> I love his big arms. I love Bear. I love Bear. What the fuck are you guys? Who's Bear? I'm not a character on Yellowstone. I haven't oh seen Yellowstone. I, never... <laughs> I just like doing that voice. The governor on Yellowstone? You mean the show? I thought you meant the park. Uh, yeah, but they're interchangeable. Okay. I'm pretty sure Kevin Costner is the governor of <laughs> okay. Montana. We love Kevin. <laughs> I just smoked weed. <laughs> she dug on my Bergam till I Montana. <laughs> she parry on my Johnson till I <laughs> debate. <laughs> she parry on my Johnson. <clears throat> she parry. She, you should sell me like a expensive North Face style uh, windbreaker for one dollar <laughs> that says that. <laughs> she parry on my Johnson until I debate. <laughs> <laughs> She let me hit for a dollar. Call that Perry Johnson. People would think it was one of those like Korean shirts that are just yeah, like you, you get it at Uniqlo. <laughs> <laughs> Obama, gay, sex, devil. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, okay. In the first week of this year, I wrote a column saying that I was all in if Trump promised a scorched earth second term. So it's not as if I'm wandering in from Trump-hating squished land. 
A scorched earth second term. <laughs> this is kind of dramatic. Yeah, right? Nothing less. <laughs> I'm in, but for nothing less than a scorched earth. Scorched earth. Salt the fields. <laughs> bury the mines. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the loosely defined scorched earth uh, second administration, but you know what? It's okay. He's on penis job media. Yeah, right. This is what they advocate for here. I love the idea that Republicans can ostensibly run it on uh, ending the war on Ukraine compared to what the reality of that war will become if a Republican actually gets to be in charge. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It will be a salted earth policy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll be fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. They'll salt that earth with all of them still in it. Uh, you know, humans are kind of salt. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than lay out his vision for that scorched earth, swamp draining term, uh, Trump has offered desanctimonious, a nickname so limp it needs Viagra to give it any oomph. That's a little, uh, that's a little taste of his uh, stand-up comedy. I agree, desanctimonious isn't that great, but I mean, you're not telling the whole picture here. Meatball Ron is great. Meatball Ron is awesome, but it didn't stick on. No, but those pounds sure did meatball on, folks. <laughs> I understand this is literally so electorally irrelevant. Donald Trump can just not mention him again for the rest yeah. of the, the time. The thing where none of the uh, Republicans on the stage at the debate even came for DeSantis because they... He's like, old news. Yeah, they didn't see him as any sort of threat. No, it's yeah. over. It's like it's not even Trump who doesn't see this asshole as a threat. Yeah, I think Rick Santorum won Iowa in 2016. Yeah. And the correct answer to that is who? Yeah. What? There has also been a seemingly endless stream of truth social screeds going after any Republican who hasn't yet sworn loyalty uh, loyalty to him via an endorsement. Inspiring, it isn't. Well, what fucking losers have endorsed DeSantis? Uh, I think uh, I think he paid all the Florida like elect elective people to. To endorse him, the but that's mayor probably all of he Miami has. is also running for president as a Republican. He can't even. Dude. And Donald Trump is a fucking DeSantis doesn't even run Florida effectively. <laughs> He's not even a power broker in his own state. Yeah, that one woman was fucking him up. Something serious. That woman's going to be governor <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in yeah. two years when he gets term limited out, yeah. and Donald Trump gets to pick a new one. <laughs> Uh, now that the GOP primary debates have begun, Trump has already skipped one and is being coy about whether he'll begin to behave like a candidate who wants to earn a vote. Okay, so he he thinks that Donald Trump needs to participate in the debates to get uh, votes, to win the That's Republican so primary. And Donald Trump is negotiating for a share of the ad revenue or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, it's going to pop. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a star. He wants pyrotechnics yeah, on the exactly. stage. It might be bigger than the Super Bowl, they're saying it. Can we get a smoke machine in here? Again, tedious. Well, kids, it looks like the once and possibly future president of the United States is warming up to the idea of, uh, of debating, which Matt wrote about yesterday. So this is... Um, Matt, I guess you wrote this the other day. I know this is an imposter. I oh, do not. Okay. I don't endorse. Sorry, yeah. No, I agree, Matt. <laughs> this is just uh, a quote from, I guess, another PJ Media article. That sucks. Matt beat me to the right wing turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting checks from all different addresses. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I really should try to do Sorry, that. It would be Jay. fun. Oh, it would be so great. I'd be good at it. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, it says, uh, Matt, Matt, you say here, uh, in the midst of an ongoing Republican <laughs> presidential primary, Donald Trump is so far refusing to debate his fellow opponents, but he's apparently willing to debate Meghan Markle. Markle was an actress of minor celebrity who became famous by marrying into the royal family, and then she went on to become the most famous Karen in the country. <laughs> Definitely Very not true. true in England. She definitely should have just stuck to acting. Uh, fucking other TV actresses of the time are doing great. Yeah. It doesn't Rosario Dawson, like the heart and soul so of the Star, Star Wars, Wars yeah. universe Exactly. Now. And she dated freaking Cory Booker. Exactly. Um, American Prince Andrew. Or Harry, <laughs> or whatever his name is. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> I'd like to see Cory Booker in that... Uh, you guys see that gay, um, gay uh, first son and uh, prince movie where the prince and the first son start hooking up and fucking? The what? Is <laughs> this awesome movie? It'd be a great movie right now. It's a real movie. Yeah, but you know, you do it with Hunter Biden and yeah, no, uh, well, whatever the the seventy year old guy yeah. who's the son of the king. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. The Hunter Biden in the movie though is a uh, handsome Latino. It's gotta be. What Latinos are even running for president? Francisco Suarez. Yeah, the Miami guy. Yeah, the mayor of Miami has won the Republican Mr. Bitcoin. primary. Yeah, that's true. Didn't he say that he that uh, he was counting Bitcoin uh, donations for uh, whatever, you know, getting on the debate stage? He did the same. <laughs> he has the same playbook that, like, uh, right-wing despots in Central America will have. Where they're like, or like the guy from El Salvador. El Salvador, yeah. It's like, you know. Based Bukele <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sends military police against woke farmers party. <laughs> yeah, those guys all want to make the USD their reserve currency and also Bitcoin. Yes. Let's see. Uh, it goes on here. Uh, why exactly does that mean uh, she is, in Trump's estimation, worth his time to debate? And debate what exactly? Quote, I didn't like the way she dealt with the queen, Trump said during an interview <laughs> with conservative radio host Hugh Hewitt on Wednesday. Very rude. <laughs> Hugh Hewitt has built an <laughs> empire in this country. I've never heard of him until just this moment. He's got Trump on talking about gossiping about the queen Hugh and Hewitt, Meghan Markle. A hundred million people listen to Hugh Hewitt every single day. <laughs> uh... Uh, quote, I'd love to debate her, he said. I would love it. I disagree so much with, with what they're doing. I <laughs> this is the best kind of article, which is just like uh, Republicans with buyer's remorse. Yeah, exactly. Like, have you ever noticed how much he talks about musicals? <laughs> That's not good. Exactly, dude. <laughs> like, I don't know what you thought you were buying. And it's so crazy how long it took for this to be like a, like a consistent thing. Well... You know, there was immediate uproar when he ran. Everyone was like, oh, my God, this fucking, fucking this guy. guy. But then, yeah, you know, he was like, you, you know, Ted Cruz, you're not a showstopper. <laughs> <laughs> Became the president. Uh, so it's back to um, to uh, Stephen Cruiser now. At long last, a firm stance on a burning issue important to American voters. The late British queen didn't get along with her granddaughter-in-law. Seriously, if Trump wasn't known for being a legendary teetotaler, I'd swear he was drunk all the time now. Well, I mean, he is... How old? <laughs> There's a reason that his brain is fucked up, dude. Yeah, he doesn't right. have to be drunk. 
I resent the implication that a British monarch of 80 years could be racist. <laughs> <laughs> remember when uh, remember when the woke mob tried to cancel King Charles on his uh, <laughs> on his inauguration day? They, they did the article. Uh, we were part of that woke mob. We read about the racist things he said. It's always worth a shot, right? Yeah. Monarchy should become culturally right-wing, like <laughs> Victor Orban or whatever. Based British Navy defends Falkland Island from woke Argentinians. Uh, this may have just been a flippant aside in this interview, but it was a really dumb one. And it shows a lack of focus, which I would have never faulted Trump for before. You would have never faulted him for a lack of focus before? What do you mean? He was cooking before. We just <laughs> let him cook. Right. They've cut off his supply of Soviet Union-era drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that the most devout among the Trump faithful think this is the same man who shocked the world in 2016 and was wronged in 2020. I don't see it. I blame his time on Truth Social for a lot of it. Candidate Trump in 2016 was brilliant on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always retweeting Trump things. That's the best no, thing I am too. did. And no, truly. Actually, yeah, that's true. Right. Now I can retweet all those, even the like less popular ones. Yeah. The the ones. Le There's so many gems in there. Just years and years. And like... It he was on there from the beginning. And they like... He only started getting more than, like, a thousand likes yeah. in, like, 2015. Yeah. There need to be, like, you know, congressional archives of all of his tweets. <laughs> I know. It you really was. There are, like, little cards. There's a tweet on every card. Yeah. The Donald Trump Presidential Library. The oh, my God. Where are they building it? He's probably, like, wait, I'm going to run again. This is probably, they're not going to be able to build it until he's dead because he's just going to keep <laughs> being the nominee. <laughs> Forever. You're right. <laughs> uh, throughout the campaign, I built it in New York. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. New York City. Throughout the campaign, I said that uh, political science programs would one day be teaching entire classes on how he completely changed the game. What he was doing on Twitter was brilliant, and he was made sharper by mixing it up in the presence of so many haters. He's now surrounded by a sycophantic horde on Truth Social. Still a stupid name, and I think it's dulled its, his edge. Damn, not his edge. He used he, to edge he must so be hard. Doing battle in the arena every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, for Donald Trump right now, the arena is not the, uh, the woke leftists. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, lying Ron. It's lying Ron, Ron. Meatball Ron. Ron de sanctimonious. And the pedophile. And honestly, he's probably thinking about Vivek a lot. Oh, absolutely. More so than Ron, probably. Now, at this point, more so than Ron. That's, Except Ron, he does personally hate him, though. Yes, but, you That's know. That's like a thing, like, he wants to he's put a hit on him. the threat is over. Yeah. You know, Politically, Ron is going yeah. down, yeah. Vivek is going up. Yeah. And honestly, Ron really doesn't have a place in the party anymore because he decided he would run to the ultra-right, but then he ran too far to the right, so then he had to pull back and, like, moderate a couple of his policies. And then he went so far down in the polls where it's just like, if you're going, if it's a protest vote to make the party right, more right wing, why wouldn't you just vote for Vivek? What yeah. the fuck is Ron offering? Yeah, 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 literally. It is crazy that he thinks he's, uh, Vivek thinks he might be vice president or yeah. whatever. It's like you're shining too much. Yeah. Donald Trump hates the star. He didn't go with Chris Christie as vice president because he lacked star power. <laughs> or because he had too much. Yeah. <laughs>
Which is really saying something. Too much charisma. (laughs) He's like, this is a good heel. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Trump Ramaswamy doesn't sound right. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's it doesn't ring. It doesn't roll off the tongue. It sounds like one guy. Yeah. We go with Nikki Haley. (laughs) Or I'm always pulling for Tim Scott. Tim Scott. I mean, why not? Like the He's same so boring. Kind of guy as Mike Pence. That's like exactly the same thing. That's the one that I feel most confident about is Tim Scott, just because he's so boring and he's doing such shit. Yeah, isn't he? Where is he in the polls? Yeah, yeah. Well, him and the other one is like running to be Trump's vice president. Yeah. So let's let's wrap this up uh, article up here with uh, what it was obviously inevitably going to end up with he says once more with feeling I will vote for him if he is the nominee it's like yeah of course <laughs> you're writing about now, nothing now of course this goes without saying vote red no matter who yeah, yeah exactly I'd just prefer to vote for the same guy that I did last time poor Kruiper yeah it's sad when that happens. It's always sad. <laughs> it's always sad when that shit happens. All right. Uh, let's, um, you know what? This is pretty crazy because we're kind of doing a big hit episode on the Trump family here. Okay. That's right. We're, we're taking them down. We're taking them down. Boomer Death Squad is back. We are now yeah. center left. We're an accountability right. podcast. We've always been a center left accountability podcast. That's right. We're on top of a building with a sniper. Exactly. We see their motorcade coming down. We've got them in our sights, folks. Melania, quote, does give a fuck about selling Christmas ornaments. So, Melania, back in her selling things phase. Respect to her. She's, a, you know, any other time they're, they're like a woman entrepreneur, that's good. Yeah. But when she Every does other it, time. they hate on her. Dude, I don't have anything against Melania. I thought you were going to say, I don't have anything made by women. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> nothing at all. Not nothing. <laughs> we've, uh, we've covered Melania selling things uh, a few times on our podcast. She's an, on- she's got an entrepreneurial spirit that you, <laughs> you know, can find in Eastern European people. <laughs> That's so yeah, true. Exactly. Everyone's like, it's unbecoming for the first lady to do this or whatever. And then, you know, Trump like bought her or yeah. won her in a game of cards with Jeffrey <laughs> Epstein or something. Exactly, allegedly. dude. So I don't think anything she does is unbecoming. I think it's cool. Yeah. It's like when Trump became president, moved into the White House, and then for six months she was like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Stayed in New York. That's cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. I like Melania. She's cool. Melania she gave birth to Baron. Yeah, right. Powerful. Powerful. Exactly. <laughs> uh, this is, of course, by Dugod, Margaret Hartman, uh, in New York Magazine's The Intelligencer, folks. Let's go, baby. You know, we love reaching across the aisle over here, Boomer Death Squad. Yeah. It's one of our things. Uh, let me be clear. Let's go, baby, to the article. I would never call a woman baby. <laughs> let me be clear. Okay. All right. Margaret starts out here. Melania Trump's time as First Lady is best remembered for three things. Her I really don't care to you jacket, her confusing Be Best initiative, and her controversial opinions about Christmas. Now, you guys remember these gaffes, don't you? Uh, jacket was cool. Jacket was dope. It was streetwear fit. It was a fit. She got a fit off. Yeah, exactly. They should have made Donald Trump wear a tracksuit. 
Their be best initiative. That's positive. I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't really either, but it sounds positive. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and then what's the other thing? Her controversial opinions about Christmas. I remember her goth Christmas. That was your goth Christmas. Yeah, well, that cool. that went really hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. Each year, Melania chose weird and spooky White House Christmas decorations. Yeah, she's edgy. Yeah, from blood red pine trees to um, ominous white twigs. Come on, white twigs are ominous? That's very Christmassy as a white twig. So Christmassy, Margaret. Whatever. Okay. People just find issue with anything. Yeah. I mean, what? she's really trying to be like, you know. People love to get offended these days. Fact. They see a red tree, they go, that's not the color trees are. <laughs> yeah, the woke mob is coming from Melania's <laughs> bone forest and blood trees. <laughs> 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 from blood red pine trees to ominous white twigs. Which and, is an Eastern European which, tradition to plant a blood forest. A blood forest. And was widely ridiculed. This culminated in the 2020 leak of a phone call between Melania and her former friend Stephanie Winston Wolkoff, in which the first lady complained, "Who gives a fuck about Christmas stuff?" F- fact, Melania. Yeah, absolutely. Who gives a fuck? If you have to do something, do cool goth Christmas. I also like her former friend. Yeah. <laughs> Some bag seeking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know what that's like. Absolutely fake (laughs) friends everywhere, Melania. Word up. Um, So uh, at this point in the article, uh, Margaret cites a tweet by user Oliver Darcy. Um, It says, in secretly recorded audio, Melania Trump says about reporters asking her about kids separated at border, give me a fucking break, she assails the liberal media. (laughs) Says she doesn't want to do a story on Fox and adds, who gives a fuck? about Christmas stuff and decorations. Give me a fucking break. Give me a fucking break. Very fair, though. What the fuck? I'm married to the ape. What, what do you want you, from what me? What do you want? You think he listens to me? It's like yelling at me. It's literally, it's like yelling at Marge. <laughs> yeah. For Homer, like, you know, breaking a store or whatever. Yeah, local man ruins everything. <laughs> oh, me. Uh, Margaret goes on. Many people would steer clear of any further association with the holidays after being burned like this. But not Melania. As Donald Trump recently bragged, his wife has, quote, got a lot of self-confidence and she doesn't care what anyone thinks of her. This former first lady reality TV host's wife isn't here to make friends. It's a pretty funny one, Margaret. What do you guys think about that last line? Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. I like nice. that she's bringing a Slavic flair to Christmas. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I, I, what Margaret, I think, is trying to sort of subtly hint at, maybe a little, you know, imply a little bit, is the uh, the depravities and the inherent violence of the Slavic mind. You know what I mean? And I disagree. It's going to be cool when she plays worker in Parasite <laughs> on the side of the White House yeah. in four years. <laughs> Uh, thus, Melania is doubling down on her awkward White House persona, making her post-presidency life all about publicly avoiding her husband and hawking holiday ornaments. This week, Melania announced on Twitter and Truth Social that she's releasing another batch of holiday ornaments slash NFTs for <laughs> Christmas 2023. <laughs> if you don't want the ornament, you can have, like, the digital thing. It's so cool to be still selling <laughs> NFTs. But I guess their people so will crazy. buy it. They'll buy anything. Well, I mean, Trump dropped his NFT thing really late, too. It's like they don't even need to do it. It's like every one of these websites has an ad that's like, secret Donald Trump gold. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so this is a tweet 
Uh, from Melania, actually. Melania is not banned from from Twitter, by the way. Good. Yeah, she still tweets, actually. That's great. <laughs> this is from. Uh, She's never posted on True Social. This tweet is from time. three days ago, actually. Yeah, she does. It, it was the same with. Um, remember when we were looking at True Social a while ago? It was like none of the kids would post really at all. We were still on Twitter. Yeah, no one used it. Yeah. Uh, Melania says, I am pleased to continue USA memorabilia's tradition of celebrating the season with a red, white, and blue Christmas. This year, I found myself looking to my love for our great nation for inspiration. May everyone experience an abundance of peace and love during the holiday season. Let's see if we can't get any picture of these NFTs. They're like different procedurally generated pictures of Melania <laughs> wearing like different hats and like sunglasses. And... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like a party favor thing blowing out in her mouth. <laughs> exactly what Trump did. Yeah. Look at this one. That's what she's selling. That's very her. Yeah. I wonder if the NFT is just that picture. It's like a symbol from Starfield. <laughs> Looks like she has a Starfield faction. <laughs> this is awesome. This is one. Trump gold Trump POTUS coin, and it's a it's a black and white picture of him. Check this out, Matt. He looks handsome. At least she's. Oh, uh, well, he getting, looks so handsome. Well, at least she's finally getting in on the gold coin racket. <laughs> yeah, finally. And it's not. He's the, suave. I just presume other people from her home country who sell those coins. <laughs> All right, I I don't know what the NFTs are, but uh, I imagine they're pretty sick. Um, uh, let's see. So Margaret goes on. Melania got into the non-fungible token game well before her husband, and most of her sporadic social media posts are about promoting USA memorabilia's wares. Last year, she put out a collection of six Christmas NFTs with matching real-life ornaments featuring her signature on the back. Now, she's at it again. So clearly, she made enough money on those NFTs that it, that it made it worth it. What's your bottom line on those? You just take a picture of the ornament. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what kind of allowance she gets. It's probably pretty limited. So she just mm. like does shit like this to supplement. Oh my god, it. that's such a good point. She doesn't get any money at all. He doesn't give her any money at all. You have the Trump name. <coughs> exactly. It, it, that's true. To, but yeah, yeah. You know, sell gold coins. Fuck she you. could give speeches. Yeah, exactly. Get <laughs> get your own bag. <laughs> Uh, quote, I am pleased to continue USA memorabilia's uh, blah, blah, blah. We already read this. She said in a statement this week, uh, blah, blah, blah. There are five designs, a holiday train, a star, a frame with an American flag, a map of North America, and the words love, peace, faith. Each ornament NFT is $35, except the star, which will run you $45. <laughs> it's the star of the Starfield thing? Yeah, I think it was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I might get my dad one of these. He'd like it. Yeah. I'll make him download one of those NFT apps that just steals all of his information. <laughs> You're dead. You have to download this. I got you a gift. <laughs> From Melania. Melania got you something, dad. <laughs> Whatever you want, you can just click on this and then your phone turns into a brick. <laughs> this batch is inoffensive yet impersonal, which I guess makes sense for Melania. As Donald Trump recently said of his wife, her mystery is part of the beauty. But if I'm going to shell $35 for a Melania-approved decor, I wanted to really make a statement, like last year's glorious Be Best ornament. I guess she made a Be Best ornament. Well, you gotta be best. <laughs> you should be nothing but best. Donald Trump recently said of his wife, her mystery is part of the beauty. <laughs> that, that's a nice <laughs> thing to say. Up. He doesn't understand her accent. <laughs> <laughs> he absolutely doesn't know what she's saying. Uh, ever. <laughs> All right, let's, let's finish this up here, folks. If Melania is going to make this an annual tradition, maybe there's still hope for an official jacket ornament. 
I need a bauble, a, a bauble that lets my holiday guests know I'm really into gold and making America great again. But I secretly don't give a fuck about Christmas. Now, Margaret really digging deep right there. She's actually uh, talking to Melania in that ending paragraph, not to the reader. Yeah. If you want to show your Christmas guests that you're really into gold and don't give a fuck, buy a bottle of Goldschlager. They'll run you about <laughs> yeah. $13. Yeah, yeah. $35 ornament is too much. Get little bits of gold flakes. They'll cut up your throat. <laughs> it makes you drunker. Yeah. Boomer Death Squad would never sell you a $35 ornament. $40 at least. <laughs> $60 on the high end. Yeah, buy the matte ornament for $100. <laughs> what is it? Uh, it's just my face. It's okay. like, but made out of glass. Okay. Anyway. And by the, well, we should sell <laughs> ornaments of each of our faces as like a $300 set. Okay. Yeah. But we mix the names up so right, nobody so knows the right know answers. Face is who's. If, yeah. uh, if this podcast got huge in India and we had, you know, 10 million listeners. Yeah. If this go, podcast got huge in Bharat, you mean? Yes. In Bharat. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Modi. That's so cool. Modi's <laughs> party is called like the Barati party or really? something. Really? Yeah, it'd be like if the Republicans got 80% oh of the God. vote here, then rename the country Republica. <laughs> <laughs> Republica is kind of hard. It is. If uh, It sounds like a program you use to do your taxes. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I totally threw you off. What was I talking about? Talking about... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If this Barat. podcast got huge in India, you, we could just uh, reach out to, like, very strange companies and see how much money we could get them to give us for a net. <laughs> <laughs> like, <it> totally scale. <laughs> We're reading phonetic Hindi. <laughs> We're, yeah, exactly. We're doing, ad, we're doing ad reads for all sorts of stuff. We're, we're selling whatever. <laughs> I would do we'd that. we make a billion dollars. Hell, yeah. Make a billion rupees. Converts like seventeen dollars <laughs> yeah. or something. <laughs> it would be, it'd be awesome. Yes, we do. Neg- we negotiate like that. Let's go. All right, let's wrap this up. Classic bit. <laughs> so, what do you come here for, folks? You come here for the joke from the first episode of Venture Brothers, <laughs> repeated slightly differently. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, we're back on our grind. Um. Went on so many vacations. Cause I just got money like that. Just kind of, I was just kind of balling out this summer. Played big, big video game. Played big video game. game. We're stealing your credit card information. Also, it was taking a lot of time. I was spending a lot of time stealing your guys' credit card information. Everybody listens to the podcast. Got your IP address. It was really easy, but it was very tedious. We know where you all live. Yeah. Once when I was a boy, I played Minecraft or Roblox, and. Uh, you used to be able to instantly get the IP address of anyone <laughs> who added you on Skype. And I added some guy, yeah. and he started DDoSing my house, and he was, like, holding my house's Wi-Fi hostage <laughs> for, how for long? a Roblox group I had. <laughs> how Jesus! How long? I, uh, it was, like, a day. Oh my God. It was, like, pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, that is nuts. That would have freaked me out so bad as a kid. Lower but I Dude, I, I was freaking out. Yeah, holy shit. Because everyone was like, what the fuck? The Wi-Fi's down. And then I was like, this is happening. And then I fucking called Verizon. They're like, that's not what's happening. Yeah. It is. Yeah. He turns it back on and he's like, give it to me. And I'm like, no. 
<laughs> you don't understand. What a dumbass. Yeah, that, Roblox guy yeah. got me. Yeah, so anyway, we're doing that sort of thing now. <laughs> Roblox-style crimes. Yeah. Roblox-style crimes. We're utilizing Skype. Yeah, if you don't listen to the episode, we DDoS you for a day. In closing, thank you for listening to Boomer Death Squad. Follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. We'll have a Discord linked in the bio. I've been Joe. I've been Danny. I've been Matt. Bye bye. See ya. U.S. inflation, I understand just a little, no compression.